Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina. May yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlilhu fala hadiya lahu. Wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna sayyidana wa maulana Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa أصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين أمين صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم لا دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم Honorable and respected علماء my beloved brothers friends in Islam سورة فاتحة is such a سورة that if we count throughout our lives in an average life of about 60 years a believer would have recited or heard the surah over 500,000 times and in this surah one dua that we are imperatively making is ihdina sirat al-mustaqim oh Allah guide us on the straight path the sirat al-mustaqim in the next ayat Allah wa ta'ala defines the sirat al-mustaqim one very easy definition could have been sirat al-quran that this path the sirat Sirat-e-Mustaqim is the Quran. But Allah Tabaruk wa Ta'ala does not do that. But Allah Ta'ala says, guide us on the path of those whom you have favored. The people that Allah Tabaruk wa Ta'ala had favored in Surah An-Nisa, Allah Ta'ala elaborates, الَّذِينَ نَعْمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءَ وَالصَّالِحِينَ Four groups of people. Anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam. Anbiya were those people who received the wahi of Allah Tabaruk wa Ta'ala. Nabiyyin, Siddiqin, the truthful servants of Allah, those who without hesitating accepted the wahi of Allah. Shuhada, those who gave their lives for the wahi of Allah. And the Salihin, those who practice upon the wahi of Allah wa ta'ala. Amongst those people that Allah wa ta'ala has commanded us to follow the Anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam and then those that were closest to the Anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam and in the particular case of our Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam undoubtedly were the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. At this time of the year, our minds go to various aspects of our deen. One is the hijrah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam one is Ashura, and one is the end of the life of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. It was in the month of Zul Hijjah that Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu was now returning from Hajj. As simple as Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu would be, possibly we could not find simplicity that was more simple than Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He lays his cloth and makes it into a pillow and then Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu lies down on the bare ground. It is at night and the moon is in its full glory and Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu looks at this moon and a point of reflection and perhaps a very important lesson for me and for all of us is that he began to contemplate on the system that Allah ta'ala created with regards to the moon. That when we look at the hilal, the crescent, how weak and feeble it may seem, it appears 
for a few minutes and then it disappears. And then gradually it gains its strength till the 14th moon. And then thereafter, again we find it shows its glory for a short while, for a few days, or few nights rather. And then it begins to disappear. And once again, weakness sets in. If we cannot fathom this concept, then look at the sunrise and the sunset. Allahu alladhi khalaqakum min du'fin, thumma ja'ala min ba'di du'fin quwa, thumma ja'ala min ba'di quwatin du'fan wa shayba. Each one of us, we have our own sunrise, the day we are born. And then we go to that glory of our lives, that pinnacle of our lives. And Allah forbid, Allah forbid, Sometimes we feel that there is nobody like us in the world. And then slowly but surely, the zawal sets in. That man now begins to become weaker and weaker. And two words Allah Ta'ala used, du'afam wa shayba. That we find that weakness setting in, the old age that sets in. And is this not a lesson for us? Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu speaks about this lesson and he says, that this is everything mortal, that we will reach the pinnacle of life, and then thereafter, slowly but surely, we begin to diminish. Now Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala who says this, but then again, he applies it into his own life. And he says, Oh Allah, the domain of Islam has increased. However, Umar ibn Khattab feels the weakness that has set in within himself. Oh Allah, Take Umar ibn Khattab away from this world before it becomes unmanageable. The world speaks about succession. Every meeting you go to, everybody is speaking about succession. But here is Amirul Mu'mineen, Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala who reflecting on his own self that now the possibility is there that I may commit errors, there may be deficiencies, there may be downfalls. And for that, O oh Allah, remove me from the surface of this earth. Nonetheless, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu returns to Medina Tayyibah. And on his return to Medina Tayyibah, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu himself sees a dream. And in that dream, he sees a hen pecking at his stomach. He does two things. He interprets the dream which was accurate and secondly he announces this dream. The announcement that he makes is the end of Umar ibn Khattab is very close. Shortly after this dream, a Majusi Zoroastrian fire worshipper, a slave by the name of Firoz, who was known as Abu Lu'lu, comes to Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu and he makes a complaint against his master, Mughira ibn Shu'ba radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Stand very briefly that a slave is owned by the master, but when the slave has some skills, then the master is eligible to allow the slave to work and to pay a levy. And hence, the complaint was, that Mughira ibn Shu'ba radiallahu ta'ala anhu levies upon me two coins, two silver coins on a monthly basis. And if I feel that this is unfair, it is exorbitant, it is too much for me to pay. So Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, his life was full of lessons. He asked the person to explain what is his profession, what is his trade. What is your occupation? So the person had a whole list. That on the one hand, I'm a carpenter. But above all, I'm a blacksmith and I manufacture hand mills. Now Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala who heard this and he said, 
In that case, the two coins are justified. In other words, you don't have a case. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala then says to this person, Would you manufacture for me a hand mill? And Abu Lu'lu Firoz says to Umar radiallahu ta'ala that I will manufacture for you such a mill that will become famous throughout the world. On this Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala commented, that this person seems to be my assassinate. The next morning, like in his normal routine, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu emerges, he goes for the Fajr Salat, it is dark, it was his habit, that whilst he would walk towards the masjid in the early hours of the morning, he would begin to wake the people up on his way, so that the people would perform the Salat with Jamaat. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, now enters the masjid, he comes into the masjid, and as he starts, starts the salah, he begins the salah. Very soon after that, Firoz Abu Lu'lu lunges forward, and with a dagger that he had immersed in poison, he stabs Amirul Mu'mineen, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu in the stomach. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu falls in one narration, he himself, pulled the Sahabi Abdul Rahman ibn Auf radiallahu ta'ala anhu forward. In one narration, Abdul Rahman ibn Auf had come forward himself to complete the salah. That Amir al-Mu'mineen has fallen, but salat will never fall in the life of a believer. Sayyidina Abdul Rahman ibn Auf radiallahu ta'ala anhu completed the salah, he made it very short. Firoz Abu Lu'lu was being apprehended and in trying to escape, 13 people were injured and seven had become shaheed. However, he was apprehended and as he was apprehended, he had committed suicide. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala on the other hand, he had inquired about his assassin. He's ill, he's sick and he is told that it was Firoz Abu Lu'lu. He said, Allahu Akbar, Alhamdulillah, it is not a mu'min, it is not a believer. Now friends, when he becomes ill and he becomes sick, he himself realizes that his end had come. There is much to the incident, but time will not afford us. But just one or two aspects with regards to this. The Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala, who we know in the manner and the fashion in which he had the next Khalifa elected, that was one aspect of marvel with regards to the intelligence of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. But the other aspect was that the great Sahabi Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu enters and visits Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Now many narrations indicate and we will understand the Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu was always at the side of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So he took and he felt the moment opportune in trying to give hope to Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And in doing so, he made three pertinent statements. The one statement he made to Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that, O oh, Amirul Mu'mineen, you are a Jannati. You are destined for Jannah. The second is you brought Iman at the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at a time when most of mankind objected, denied, and opposed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the third, the manner in which you manage the Islamic hukumat, unprecedented. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala asked him to repeat what he had said. Now friends, when we try to analyze the statements of Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, 
100% it was according to the Quran and the Sunnah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu undoubtedly he was a sahabi wa sabiquna al-awwaluna min al-muhajirin wal-ansar wal-ladhina attaba'uhum bi ihsan radiyallahu anhum wa radu'an wa'adda lahum jannatin tajri tahtaha al-anharu khalidina fiha Allah in the Quran has enshrined till the day of Qiyamah that every sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a jannati. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu's jannat was more fortified. You know, we speak about a purchase of some appliance and we speak about a guarantee and a warranty and extended guarantee. We speak about all of that. But this was not only with regards to the Quran Sharif. But Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu was amongst the Ashara Mubashara the ten sahaba whom in one sitting Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had given the glad tidings of Jannah. More than that, once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, O Umar, I see your palace in Jannah. I've seen your palace in Jannah. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu's response was, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why did you not enter the palace? Today we may have a house in the beachfront, we'll never give the key to anyone. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala, Ya Rasulullah, why did you not enter the palace? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Umar, when I merely looked in the direction of your palace, I saw your hoor also. So not a deserted Jannah, not a deserted palace. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala, his mindset, and this is very, very important for us, and this is the message. Once he enters in his life, he enters... Masjid al-Nabawi during his Khilafat and a Qari of the Quran is reciting in Masjid al-Nabawi وَيَوْمَ يُعْرَضُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا عَلَى النَّارِ أَذْهَبْتُمْ طَيِّبَاتِكُمْ فِي حَيَاتِكُمُ الدُّنْيَا وَاسْتَمْتَعْتُمْ بِهَا The ayat is referring and we all will understand it وَيَوْمَ يُعْرَضُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا On that day when the disbelievers will be presented upon the fire of Jahannam and it will be said to them أَذْهَبْتُمْ طَيِّبَاتِكُمْ فِي حَيَاتِكُمُ الدُّنْيَا وَاسْتَمْتَعْتُمْ بِهَا You've taken now whatever you were afforded in this world and you've derived benefit Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala who began to cry He's crying, it comes in the narration that he sat and he cried and his beard was filled with his tears and the tears began to drip onto his lungi. And the lungi was soaked with the tears of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So somebody asked him, Amirul Mu'mineen, Allah is speaking about the disbelievers. Why has this ayah taken you aback that you cry to such an extent? You are a sahabi of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah is speaking about the disbelievers. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala whose response, give me the guarantee that Umar ibn al-Khattab will leave this world in the state of Iman. Give me the guarantee that Umar ibn al-Khattab will leave this world in the state of Iman. So brothers, when Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas made these three statements, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu began to respond, notwithstanding all the effort that he had made, he had given his day and night for the expansion of Islam in the services of the deen of Allah in the services of mankind. He said to Abdullah ibn Abbas, Oh, I had the gold and silver of this world and whatever it contained, I would have made sadaqah of it in lieu of the horror that lies ahead of it. That is that mindset of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala. Yes. Secondly, I cherish those moments 
that I was with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and being a sahabi is the grace and the mercy of Allah. With regards to the khilafat, all I wish, all I wish is whatever has been done in lieu of whatever errors I have made. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mukaffa, Allah brings it to null balance. I will be happy with Allah wa ta'ala. Friends, a few important lessons that we learn. Allah has given us iman and this iman is supposed to be cherished. And at the same time, we are supposed to look after our iman. We are supposed to make shukr for the fact that Allah wa ta'ala has granted us this iman. And in the words of a great saint that lived in the last century or the last decade, that one difference between a wali and a non-wali of Allah. What is the difference between a wali and a non-wali of Allah? A wali is always concerned about the fact that he wants to leave this world in a state of iman. Allah granted that all of us live in the state of iman with the kalima la ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam on our tongues and of course in our hearts. The second important lesson that we learn is that whilst we are hopeful that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala accepts whatever we have done for the deen of Allah insofar as our ibadat are concerned, all of that in its place, but there should also be a concern that sometimes our laxities, our shortcomings, we fall short. Sometimes there is shortcomings insofar as our sincerity is concerned. We'll have to hope that Allah wa ta'ala accepts, but at the same time we have the fear that it could be rejected by Allah wa ta'ala. Brothers and friends, this is that incident of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu at the end of the life of, of his life and Ihdina Sirat al Mustaqim. Allah give us all the tawfiq that we make such personalities our guiding stars. We have our Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq to follow the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Allah Ta'ala give us the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah embed our hearts strongly with the love of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum and the way of life of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil anhum.
الحمد لله علي ذات عظيم الصفات سميع سمات كبير الشان جليل القدر رفيع الذكر مطاع الأمر جليل برهان فخيم الاسم غزير العلم وسيع الحلم كثير الغفران تميل الثناء جزيل العطاء مجيب الدعاء عميم الإحسان سريع الحساب شديد العقاب أليم العذاب عزيز السلطان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له لا شريك له في الخلق والأمر ونشهد أن سيدنا وولانا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث إلى الأسود والأحمر المنعوث بشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر وصلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين هم خلاصة العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء ما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحدوا الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى لطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم والبدعة فإن البدعة تهدي إلى المعصية ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فإن الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تقنطوا من رحمة الله فإنه أرحم الراحمين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله واجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين ودعوه فإن ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم بأموال وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني يستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخلين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات وذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواده وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة وأسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه الله موفل للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة يجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم ورضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم 
وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فذكروني يذكركم وشكروني ولا تكفرون Please ensure that our steps are stayed in all gaps have been filled in Kindly ensure that our garments above our ankles Please check that our cell phones have been switched off Adults in the front staff, children in the staffs behind The youngsters that are talking in the back We're waiting for you to come into the staffs quickly so we can start the salah please Allah Allah الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ وَإِلَى رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بأصحاب الفيل ألم يجعل كيدهم في تغنيل وأرسل عليهم طيرا أبابيل ترميهم بحجارة من سجيل فجعلهم كعصف مأكول الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام السلام تبارك اللهم اللهم إنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا موت لما منعت ولا رد لما قضيت ولا ينقضي منك الجد ربنا تنام في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الفاصلين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين ربي رحمهما كما ربي يعني صغيرا اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار 
اللهم اكفنا بحنانك عن حرامك واغننا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم انصرنا ولا تنصر علينا اللهم انصر المسلمين المستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفينا بعد الموت اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك من نبيك وحبيبك وعبدك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما سعدك من نبيك وحبيبك وعبدك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المسعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين برحمتك يا رب Thank you.